Hey everybody, my name is Sam, and welcome to my podcast, Sounds Like Sam. In this episode, I will be talking to fellow fantasy football enthusiast, Max Palmer, and together we will be discussing some quarterbacks. So with that said, let's welcome my co-host of the day to the show. Hey Max, how's it going? Hey Sam, thanks for having me on the pod again. I'm yeah, excited no to talk about these quarterbacks. Can't wait to yeah. hear your opinions. Alright, so today we're obviously talking about quarterbacks, so... Let's just get into it. Who do you like as a quarterback this year? Yeah, so there's there's a few guys I like. Um, I'm always a, always someone who takes QBs in the, in the late rounds, um, just because I think that's where the value lies. So there's there's a few guys that you can get in the double digit rounds that I like. So uh, to start, I guess we'll go with the guy with the most upside. Uh, so that's Daniel Jones. Uh, I know you, I know you like him too. So he had at least 20 yards rushing in, in seven of his 12 starts last year. Um, and despite just just 12 games in which he attempted at least five passes, he had uh, four games with 28 or more fantasy points. So tied, tied for third most in the NFL. Um, so he clearly has that, that rushing upside. And, and then as well, he, he had never played a single game with Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and Golden Tate all healthy. And so all, all those guys right now are healthy going into this year. They drafted a, a tackle um, with their with their top five pick. So, you know, he, he has the upside. The only thing that's scaring me away from him right now is his opening schedule. Um, so I, I, I forget exactly who he's playing, but I think he's got the Niners in there. A few other really tough defenses to start the year. Um, so that's that's the only tough part is and then last year I think if you look at his points last year he did he didn't do well when he played a good defenses um, so that's that's the only reason you might want to fade him early on in the season but uh, as the season goes you know playing against bad defenses he definitely has a ton of upside. Yeah, I agree. And I was going to say, I looked it up and he has the seventh easiest schedule. Like you said, he has a ton of uh, all, all those guys around him that weren't healthy. Uh, they're going to be healthy this year. And they're all super talented. Uh, you know, Darius Slayton is an up-and-coming guy that should really yep. help him out. I still think Tate has some upside. Sterling Shepard has always been – he's very talented, but he's never had a very good fantasy season. So he actually is kind of a sleeper for me. And then, you know, he's also gained about 10 pounds of muscle in the offseason, which is oh. uh, really good to hear. I didn't know that. That, that should help too, yeah. Um, what yeah, about so you? Uh, for me, uh, one guy I really like next year is Kyler Murray, uh, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback. You know, last as a rookie, Cam and Kyler were the only two rookies to ever do 3,500 passing yards and 500 rush yards in their rookie season. Uh, and then he's got Cliff Kingsbury as on offense. He, he does the old uh, air raid thing. Plus, he's got uh, mobility, he's got an excellent arm. Even though he didn't show it last year, According to NFL.com, he only threw 11% of the time in like deep balls. So now having uh, the DeAndre Hopkins option, it's going to really uh, skyrocket those stats and probably get a, a lot more yardage each game. Uh, plus, I, I really like Kenyon Drake. Uh, he can catch balls out of the, the, the backfield. It's going to be a go-to guy for him. And then uh, they also have some other excellent receiving options like Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk. It's, it's the second year, and I think you said last uh, episode that a lot of guys, they tend to break out in their second year, and I see this as a really good year for him. So I'm excited for his second season. I think he could 
easily be a top five quarterback next season. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think he was actually a top five, maybe top, maybe he was just top seven, but he was, I mean, last year he was a top, one of the top quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's got all that rushing upside and then, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins coming in. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are really high on him just because of that, that rushing upside. And I think he's going in the eighth or ninth round, so not like too high, you know? But yeah, I like that one. All right, uh, who, who else you got? Okay, so let's see, another guy, another guy like late round. Um, he's going, he's going as like QB twenty or something. So he's you know basically free um, in in most drafts. And so Jared Goff, quarterback, Los Angeles Rams. So let me talk about his his touchdown rate uh, over the past three years. So. Since since Sean McVay has you know come in and, and helped him out a lot, so 2017 um, he had a 5.9% touchdown rate and 28 touchdowns. 2018 he had a 5.7% rate and 32 touchdowns, and then last year it dropped down to 3.5% um, with only 22 touchdowns. So we've clearly seen you know what he can do in this offense, and you know last year he was due for you know for some negative regression, and he. Clearly saw that um, with the 3.5% touchdown rate. So this year, I'm expecting expecting it to go back up, you know, to to you know uh, revert to the mean there. So I would think it'd be above a 5% touchdown rate. Um, I know I know Robert Woods is definitely due for due for some regression in the touchdown column, and that's a positive regression. And then so there there have only another point there there have been 60 occasions where a team has had two or more wide receivers and or tight ends drafted in the first five rounds since 2011. This is the first five rounds of the fantasy draft. Mm -hmm. um, average of those teams, of those 60 teams uh, or occasions, the average QB um, of those teams is quarterback 11 in fantasy. So this is a guy being drafted as quarterback like 23 or something. Um, and, you know, he has clearly has the potential to, to be a top 12 guy, I think. Um, and again, you can pretty much get him for free. So I think there's just a lot of value um, late, late in the drafts there. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you know, doing mock drafts, there's just so many guys, like including Jared Goff. Uh, they'll probably end up on most of them on the waiver wire, but uh, yeah. definitely a lot of options late in the rounds to consider. So everyone, don't all go after like Lamar Jackson. And for my guy, a guy I like too is uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I know probably a lot of people have him down just because he's really old. They don't have the weapons, the the old weapons they had with like Le'Veon Bell and AB. But, you know, I still really like their total offense. You know, we talked earlier about how much uh, we like Deontay Johnson and how much I think he's going to grow in the offense and how they're going to rely a lot on him. You know, as, as much as I don't like Juju that much. I think he's still valuable for the team. He is their most veteran wide receiver right now. He has a good connection with Big Ben. So, and yeah, there's there's their schedule. They, they have some tough games, but you know, Big Ben gets through. They have uh, a lot of guys that he can throw to in the backfield. James Conner, Samuels, you know, if they wanted to. And then they got Eric Ebron in the off season. So there's, there's definitely a lot of guys for him to go to. I forget his actual stats. 
I mean, other reasons I like him would be, you know, he's still they still have a top 10 offensive line. And then over his 15-year uh, career as the Steelers quarterback, he's averaged 3,500 yards, uh, 24 touchdowns a season. <laughs> but yeah, I do really like Big Ben this year. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> tangents. Okay, not knowing where. Yeah. Going. All right. So those were two guys we each really liked. Um, who do you not like this year? Yeah, so um, I guess one, one guy I'm kind of staying away from um, is Aaron Rodgers. Um, so he's really not going that high. So the, the opportunity cost in taking him is not is not great. But um, so last season he was held to less than 15 fantasy points in 10 games, um, and he had his lowest completion percentage since 2015. Um, and it was off target on 20% of his throws, the, the fourth highest rate in the NFL. Um, and, and that was all, you know, kind of masks masked because they went 13 and three. Right. So nobody, you know, if, if, if they had a bad record that, you know, people would have been talking about that, but they were going 13 and three. So, um, you know, it wasn't really in the media. And then this off season, they, they just didn't do anything to, to help them. So, um, uh, he's just he's just a guy you know I, I I'm just kind of fading and um, I like other guys with with more upside um, in that area although you know obviously Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL but but yeah I'm not not really uh, taking him a bunch this year yeah no I, I same here I I don't see myself taking him this year for me one guy I probably I'm, I'm not gonna be taking is Cam Newton. I, I do really like Cam. I will say that. I just feel like, I don't know, I have kind of doubts about him and Bill Belichick getting along. I'm sure that they're, they're doing fine right now, but I feel like, I don't know, something's going to happen between them. And Cam is a big personality and Bill Belichick doesn't really, I, I guess they've had him in the past, but yeah. I don't know. I'm having doubts about maybe that chemistry and how far, how long that's going to last. And also, I, I just know that Bill likes to do things certain ways and I don't know that they're gonna let Cam just be Cam and just run around and, and do what what he's good at in terms of that so I know no real stats to back any of this up it's just pure feeling for this one yeah uh, and I will say I do really I I love Cam as a person I'm, I'm not really feeling him on there I still don't think they have a ton they, they have like some safety net running backs you know they, they got like James White you can throw to Sony Michelle back there to me it's just so one-dimensional and my biggest fear with him there is that they're not just kind of just what I said before is that that they're not going to let him be him and it didn't really work out for him he needs to be able to run and I'm just not sure he's going to be able to take full control and do what he has to do and uh, and then the other fact was I know Jared Stim's injured right now but they really liked him and they were even thinking about doing a dual a duo quarterback system which I'm not really sure how that will work although I could see Cam running the ball a bunch I, I just have my doubts about him to be honest so yeah Sam I mean your 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 hesitations are are you know definitely plausible um I am obviously biased here, um, so I'll, I'll kind of throw a rebuttal at you. So we've obviously seen you know his upside in the past, right? Definitely. So we, we we know we know what his upside is. His upside is a bunch of uh, rushing yards and and some rushing touchdowns, and then always you know he had that 2015 season, which was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, can we expect that? No, you know definitely definitely not. 
but and, you know, and, and and I'm not as worried. You you talked about him getting along with with Belichick. I'm not actually I'm not as worried about that. Cam, Cam's a hard worker. Um, I, I'm more worried about just the, the weapons around him and the offense around him. And is there enough talent around him to, you know, allow him to live up to his upside? But but anyways, so it's Newton. Um, he's finished eight NFL seasons with 14 or more games played. Um, he's ended up as a top four fantasy quarterback in five of those campaigns. So, you know, and let's not forget that in, in 2018, um, which was the last time he was really fu- like fully healthy before his injury in 2018, I should say, um, he, he was averaging 23 fantasy points per game and, and was the QB four. And th- this was only, you know, uh, two, two seasons ago. Um, so, you know, if he is healthy, he, he clearly has that upside. And again, there, there's... There's really no cost with him, right? Because he's going late. You can get yeah. him late, so, so there, there's no opportunity cost. So it's you know why why not that late in drafts? Why not shoot for the upside, right? Because mm-hmm. the, the the opportunity cost is so low. Why not just shoot for that upside? Because you know what if Cam has you know 600 rushing yards and six or eight touchdowns and you know another. 3,500 pounds, you know, the chances of that, you know, might be low, but you know, that that's the type of, those are the type of guys you want to shoot for late in drafts. So I, yeah, I mean, I, your, your hesitations were all very, and you know, there's a good chance you're right, but yeah, I just wanted to throw a little rebuttal at you. That does make sense and kind of makes me want to draft him, but you know, that's, <laughs> yeah, I definitely get that. And, uh, he definitely is a good late round pick. So we'll see how he does. Um, I'm excited to see him in the play, but all right. So, uh, who who is your second guy you didn't like? So yeah, so this one, your your listeners might think this one's kind of crazy, um, but I need to explain it first. So it, it's he's not a guy that I don't like. He's just a guy that I'm not drafting, right? So so Lamar Jackson. Um, and and last year I I was drafting him in, in every league because you could get him so late right mm-hmm. but this year you've got to take him in the third round or, or maybe even the second round so it, it again it's about the opportunity cost um so so he's you know after that incredible incredible season last year he's due for some massive regression and and you know let me start by saying that he's still gonna finish as you know the top quarterback if not the, a top two or three, you know, in fantasy. So I, I want to be clear, I, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. You just have to give up a lot to get him. Um, and, and and even with that, he's due for some regression. So he had a 9% touchdown rate last year, which is just crazy high. I was just talking about Goff's touchdown rate of like 5.6%. Like, like that, that's a good touchdown rate. So Jackson had a 9% touchdown rate last year. There have only been 13 quarterbacks in league history that have had an 8% touchdown rate or better. So of those QBs, of those 13 QBs, none were able to improve on that rate the following year. And they all averaged a 3% dip in touchdown rate. Right. So the, 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 the Baltimore offense was just incredibly efficient last year. Um, and they're, they're just going to regress. It's just, it's what happens, um, or what's most likely to happen. And we're, we're gambling here. So you always want to play what's most likely to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, so what else? Was, and, and I and I know that he, you know, obviously a, a ton of his fantasy points are on the ground, right? And that mm. that that doesn't have to do with touchdown rate. So again, he's still going to have a great year. Still going to be a, a stud fantasy option. Mm. It's just you have to take him so high, and and uh, the, the opportunity cost is is too high for me. Would you think that his his passing yards will increase, or do you think that will regress? Yeah, I, actually, interestingly, I I do think his passing yards are going to increase. Mm. Um, I, I just think his touchdown rate is going to decrease, which mm. you know might kind of sound. Uh, like an oxymoron. But look, the Ravens are going to pass more this year. They ran, there's two teams that ran at an incredibly high rate last year, the 49ers and the Ravens. Both those teams are going to regress to the mean this year, and they're going to pass a little bit more. So, so, um, you know, I, this is one of the reasons I don't like Mark Ingram at all, among a few other reasons. But, um, but yeah, the, you know, expect Baltimore to pass more, but also expect them to be less efficient and expect them to score less touchdowns. I think they scored 58 touchdowns last year, which is incredibly high. So expect them to be closer to 40, right? You know, he's, again, he's still gonna have a great year. He's just gonna regress a little. It does take a, a lot of day that you won't take Lamar Jackson these days, but those were yeah. I did like those good reasons. You always have to throw it out there. Yeah, it, it's it's all about cost, right? What, what are you what are you paying to get him, right? You you got to pay a second or a third round pick. So, um, you know, he is going to do great, but it's it's the opportunity cost that I try to focus on in those early rounds. Okay. Uh, with that said, I'll go out and say a guy I'm not really going to be drafting this year. Uh, that's Gardner Minshew. I feel like their their whole team is very up in the air. Um, I know he, he does have a good connection with DJ Chark, which I really like. Um, and I, I like Leonard Fournette, but you know, they're also um, they're in a relatively tougher division than they were in the past. Or I guess they're in the same division, but you know, they still have the Titans, the Indianapolis Colts defense is, I think, improving a lot, and Texans. I just think they're they're in a tough division for them, and they're just the worst team. And I just don't see him doing much this year. And I, I unless it's if you have a bye week, then you you pick him up. But other than that, like I really am not super into him this season. Yeah, I mean he's he's going like he's going undrafted. Um, so you'd have to be in a really, really deep league to to be rostering Gardner Minshew. Yes. But to actually to give him some credit, so he had at least 16 fantasy points in eight of 12 starts last year, um, and then he, he also had at least 27 rushing yards in eight of 12 starts. So there there are worse quarterbacks you could get really late. And again, it, it, you're only taking him if you're in a super deep league, like like you said. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, he's going as like the 27th quarterback right now. So really, I mean, nobody's really drafting him unless you're in, in a super late re- deep league. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, I mean, you're you're right. They, they are going to be the worst team in the league. One other point is, you know, there's going to be a bunch of garbage time points that he could get, oh, you know, true. potentially. So those are the only the only kind of arguments for him there. But yeah, I mean, again, you're... you're you're not really drafting him, you know, unless you're in a deep league. All right. Well, uh, we could discuss some honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. I have I have one guy I'll talk about. 
Jimmy Garoppolo. So um, similar to I, I talked about how the Ravens and the Niners were gonna regress towards the mean in terms of passing this year. So they're gonna they're gonna pass a little more this year. Unfortunately for for Jimmy G, he really doesn't have a lot of weapons healthy right now outside of George Kittle. Um, so that's the downside. He's got a great offensive line. They just brought in Trent Williams. Um, Kyle Shanahan offenses always have great running games, and really they're always just incredibly well-run offenses. And um, so, yeah, here, here's the case for Jimmy G. One, you can get him super late, right? He's, he's basically free. Two, he starts the year against the Arizona Cardinals, a team that he scored 28 and 29 points against in their two games last year, okay? And then, and then after that, he plays the Jets, who just lost Jamal Adams, bad defense, oh, and CJ Mobley. And then he plays the Giants, another terrible defense. And then he gets the Eagles and the Dolphins. So you're talking about five bottom of the league defenses to start the year. And I know he doesn't start the year with Debo Samuel, but again, and, and the over-under in that in that Arizona Cardinals game to start off the year is 46, right? So it's gonna be a high scoring game. Now I, you know, I I don't I don't know, maybe they're all rushing touchdowns, but I think Jimmy G has some has some real potential to start the year. And and if you stream quarterbacks like like I usually do, he is a great streaming option to start the year. Definitely, those are some good points. I was almost going I was going to argue that he that uh, I didn't like him this season, but that honestly kind of turned me around on my <laughs> prediction. So that that's some great points. Um, definitely sounds like he's gonna be a great streaming option for the for first five games at least would you say that you would draft him or would you just pick him up off the waiver wire no same i'm honestly drafting him i mean i i'm in these in these late rounds i'm targeting cam newton and jimmy garoppolo and and i would be targeting daniel jones if it weren't for his his early season schedule so cam, cam starts the year against the dolphins and, and Jimmy G starts the year, you know, with, with the Cardinals, like I said. So if you, if you want to win week one, maybe shoot for one of those guys. I don't know. I could be completely wrong here, right? Because these are these are deep guys. These are these are late round guys. So these aren't for sure things. But if you're throwing a dart late, you know, these are good options. No, I, I'd agree. He does sound like a good option. Oh, yeah. I, I think Jimmy G is, is pretty much free. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's going either super late or, or free. I guess one guy, I, I do like t uh, Ryan Tannehill this year year and he's going super late the last season he i think he finished as a top five quarterback uh he's still getting the same guys around him he's got a great connection with aj brown which i really like he's got an up-and-coming um darren waller type tight end with him janu smith apparently that he has one of the easiest schedules in the nfl he's just one of those guys to be like kind of like cam newton to be like why why not just pick him this late he you're gonna use him as a he's got a lot of great upside and i know they didn't really go out and get anybody new uh, in terms of receiving wise they still have, like Corey Davis so it's definitely a guy to, to think about getting and I think he does have good potential this year uh, to, to do well so yeah I like that one too we, we saw his upside last year it was incredible so mm -hmm. that's that is a good one so yeah that, that was it Max thanks so much for coming on the show I really appreciate it of course Sam thanks for having me again I always enjoy it yeah no problem I just gotta say before I almost regret saying anything bad about Gardner Minshew because he just put out a fire video on Twitter announcing that he's gonna be partnering up with Bud Light. And if you draft him with a number one overall pick, you will get sent one free pack of Bud Light. And if you end up winning your entire season with drafting him, Bud Light will supply you with 
free Bud Light beer for an entire football season. So honestly, challenge accepted. Let's get after everybody and get that free beer. Well, thanks everybody for listening. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to contact me on my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram account at Fantasy. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my blog. The link is in the Twitter bio. And to rate and share this podcast. I forgot to mention that. But again, those accounts you should follow are at Bullseye Fantasy for Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram. Peace.